That story has nothing to do with anything, and I'm glad I told it. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and this week I'm joined by fellow Baffle Gabbers, Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Ian Whittington. Hello. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sorry. Don't, I gotta, don't do it. I gotta fan myself <laughs> off a little bit before I continue. Wow. We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. Merry Christmas, uh, or Christmas, as the case may be. Christmas. Happy holidays. We're just going to keep doing that. Uh, yeah, as this comes out, we are two days away from, uh, from Christmas and hope your holiday season, however Ooh. you celebrate it, is going well for you. Um, Ian is in a room with a Christmas tree, um, so be careful. I've seen oh, on no, Doctor no, Who no. those things can those things can attack. Uh, oh, I've oh, I've seen that. Thanks for that. I'm looking <laughs> over my shoulder now, just waiting for it to start spinning. I Wait, feel like that now. tree was more centralized earlier, but I could be wrong. Dude, no, don't do that, <laughs> no. Jonathan, because you mean that, and now I'm going to be thinking that the damn thing is sneaking up on me. <laughs> so I did. Ian is <laughs> hanging it. out with a sentient Christmas tree that is no, out for the death of mankind. I'm not. <laughs> it's amazing. Do you remember? You're a huge Doctor Who fan. Um, yes. We were talking a little bit about that in the pre-show. But uh, what? So, like, what do you know? What those creatures were that were like the sentient Christmas trees, or do you remember that? That was one of the Christmas episodes, right? Yeah, I just, I just remember episode. that the Christmas trees attacked in one of those episodes. Um, no, they were remote control. They were being. Oh, that's if, what it was. Yeah, if I remember, that was. The great conscient consciousness or something was controlling, and the same thing that controlled the Autons, which is the mannequins that would come right, to life. Yeah, yeah. I think was controlling the Christmas trees, but I haven't seen that episode in about six, seven years. Yeah, uh, but yes, yeah. they were just no, remote control. Yeah, that was the same one where they were shooting with their trombones, right? Like Cor- they were. Yes, correct. Yeah, okay, Sam- we've yeah. done that one then, right? Yes. That was. I think we have um, actually. You have, I think that we've was, sent that one. Yeah, that was Tenant. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the introduction to uh, Donna Noble, Catherine Tate's character. Okay, was, yeah, we've done that. It was the Runaway Bride, not the Runaway yes. Bride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Runaway Bride. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. That sounds right. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, I wrote sins for that one, and it was Donna Noble has been saved. Uh, yes. Sorry, uh, you have you have oh. entered the Doctor Who podcast now. Um, no, you have not. We are nope. going to do behind the scenes. Uh, so, let's, nope. <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan's like, nope. I, well, nope. I, would ha- I would have nothing to add. I know that Jonathan is me every time you guys start talking about Star Trek. <laughs> it's, it's just like, I love it because I'm involved no matter what. I'm just like, even, I don't right. care which That's one of right. you is mad at me. I'm good. What if Aaron and I started talking about Lost? Would you still be? Yeah. Involved? That'll- uh, oh, no, damn. I couldn't add much to the conversation, oh. but I love, I still love the show. Um, and I've just been corrected. Okay. It was the Nestine consciousness. Thank you. I got there. Okay. Yeah, I nearly got there. What about, yeah. about X Files? Love X Files. Love it, yeah. love it, love it. Keep so going. Man, he's, he's, his, his nerddom is just too yeah, expansive. It's we, great. Can't, we can't find it's great. it. He's, right. even like, well, he's even like, yeah, Captain Kangaroo. I got it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> I don't even remember what happened on Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> Wasn't he in the Suicide Squad? Oh, I think man. you're right. I think you're right. A, I think that's absolutely the case. A, it was a kid show. Guys, we are off the rails today. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. All words are letters, dickhead. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the Sinside Scoop. What's he building in there? Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is a true story. 
going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general, and we will kick it off in commercial sins world with Lexus Christmas. This was a Jeremy Scott script. Jeremy writing nice. on this one, and Lexus wants to sell you cars for Christmas. Uh, anyone ever bought a car for Christmas? Either of you guys? Not for Christmas. Uh, uh, no. I bought my wife a car when she uh, got her uh, uh, certification for uh, her, her her field. Uh, oh, nice. But uh, that was so. That's the only time I've ever really bought a car as a gift. Uh, I've yeah. never received a car as a gift. That's awesome. Yeah, no, me either. Um, it's a foreign world to me. I watch a commercial like this, and I'm yeah. like, um, people give people, you know, fifty thousand dollar <laughs> Christmas gifts. Like that's just yeah, not. It's not in my world. Not in my world. Um, what no. did you guys think about this, Ian? Why don't we start with you? What are some of your uh, thoughts on this uh, commercial and uh, the sins and all that kind of stuff? Um, the commercial's just like really simple. Like it's—I mm-hmm. don't know. That's maybe not a fair criticism, but it's like, hey, dude, dance around this car and be happy about the fact that you have a car, and mm-hmm. we're gonna very lightly dust the pavement with the sidewalk or whatever the drive, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. Words with snow, and that's gonna be enough, and you're gonna enjoy this Lexus, um, which the see video rightfully took it to task with. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a weird one. It's it's just really really bland and. Um, my favorite sin was um, just the, the the observation that this would make so much more sense if it was actually an adult that's dancing mm-hmm. around like a child. Like you're you're impossibly funnier. The lead, yeah, it would yeah. absolutely be funnier. Um, and yeah, just finding out that a hundred thousand dollars is missing from your bank account. <laughs> Enjoy that gift mm-hmm. <laughs> because yes, like yeah, that exactly. kind of purchase is really bizarre because that's. I think it's the wife that's given the present to the husband. So isn't that a decision that you make to get? Well, I'm making assumptions about them being married, but they I was are gonna a say, family yeah. unit. And that is I, a big assumption yeah, that they're well, going to be okay with that expense. Yeah, and I should say, like, to go back to me, when I bought my wife car, A, it wasn't new. It was, so I don't right, have experience right. with new. Oh, yeah, but it's not going to be. we actually yeah. went and she picked it out and stuff. Because, I mean, well, yeah, I don't know how you surprise. Because yeah. what if they don't like it? You know, what if they don't, yeah, you know. It's the weirdest like thing. It, it's the weirdest it's just, thing. I don't, I, like, the the idea that, that somebody would buy their significant other or partner or, or whatever a $100,000 vehicle and surprise them with it. Like I would buy a toaster and surprise them with, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like, yeah. how rich do you have to be? <laughs> to, who is this commercial targeting? You know? And I mean, you can reach, I mean, you can't, you usually have like a, usually have like a 11 day return policy or something, but still that's such a pain. Like there's no way you would do yeah. this. There's no, I you bought would, you a Lexus for the next 11 days. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying if they didn't like it. it, but there's no way you would go because it is, it is a nightmare to buy a new car in a lot of ways. Like it's yeah. just yeah. the paperwork and just, it's it's not fun. It's it's not fun. Timing, and the timing of hiding it as well, and then having it there on Christmas morning. That's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you're it's asking. A but lot I mean, of people do that like for their kids. But you know, like uh, it's usually not a new car. But uh, but they maybe they park it at a neighbor's or something. Kids kind kids makes a little bit more sense because that's kind of suck it up. You've got a car. Like I don't care if you Look. don't like it. I've just bought you a damn car. Be grateful. I love my daughter. I don't care how much money I have when she's 16. I'm definitely not buying her a new $100,000 car. Because my experience with a friend's kids driving is, uh, yeah, yeah, it's that car. Something's going to happen to that car. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. They're not going to take care of it or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're going to wreck it, crash it. You're getting a used Volvo and uh, enjoy. 
Yeah, uh, I'm <laughs> going on Facebook Marketplace. I'm spending $1,200, <laughs> and we're going to hope it gets from point A to point B for you, and you're going to pay us back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's how you do it. Uh, I, I, you know, we've we've already talked about just the weird idea of of buying a, a luxury vehicle for Christmas. Beyond that, the sins for me, uh, just coming back over and over again to those grass lines. Which, what, why? What is yeah. the design that's like, hey, let's melt the snow in, you know, weird geometrical shapes on the yeah, grass? That is like, bizarre. It's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it's just so weird because it immediately takes you out of any kind of realism. Like, you know, whose yard has weird non-snowy lines uh, in them? Um, and then I, I loved the slam on the burgundy interior. Uh, oh, yeah, I that thought was it was great. hilarious. Um, Jonathan, what about you? Uh, you guys mentioned most of them. Uh, I did do the grown dads doing dances is always going to kill. Didn't you see Tropic Thunder? I did have that mm-hmm. one written down. But uh, yeah, yeah, the burgundy interior was my favorite. What's this? Mother's Want a Bago from Sneakers? <laughs> Any Sneakers references is A-OK with me. Yes, for uh, sure. All right. Let's move into TV sins. It is the Christmas season, and so we have uh, send a Christmas special. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> That's right. Did you we guys did see it. when I tweeted this out for TV sins? I usually just copy and paste the mm-hmm. YouTube description, but on this one, I was like, we know we suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's that a lot of that in the comments, like, how dare <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. What yeah, that kind of dumb. stuff. Uh, so yeah, this is the old, uh, claymation Rudolph that, uh, has played, uh, over the years, every Christmas, uh, two generations of children, uh, Cardoso Hughes script, Danae and Daniel writing on this one. Um, what did you guys think of this? Jonathan, why don't you start us off on this one? Uh, what are your memories of Rudolph, uh, this special and this script? I mean, I, I watched it obviously as a kid quite a bit, you know, up until, I don't know, it was probably... I don't know when I stopped watching stuff like this, but uh, and then watched it again, as a lot of parents do uh, when my daughter was a little younger. We have not watched any of those this year, uh, at least not as of yet. Uh, I don't know how much it interests her at 10 as it, you know, that this feels more like five, six, somewhere in that mm-hmm. range. But yeah. uh, but it was fun. It was fun watching this video and just kind of being reminded of all the things I don't. Mm-hmm. Disclaimation is both fun and it's also kind of creepy at times. Um, at least this doesn't have like this doesn't have like it doesn't have like heat miser or whatever that that stuff is. No, but, that's uh, a different one. Santa yeah. Claus is coming to town, maybe. I think so. Yeah. But uh, Rudolph is very cute, and uh, I I didn't really think about how much they're just like criticizing him though, uh, or her. I don't even know now uh, them when they're when Rudolph is a is a baby, like just mm-hmm. and how how like through the sinning process. You made Santa come off so creepy. Uh, <laughs> well, I think the show did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know because you had that one set. It was like Santa basically saying, "I'd love to promote you on merit, but I only choose the most fuckable reindeer." And quite frankly, I can't stand the look of your face. So yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, I also liked as far as the other sends. I like this O is too big. I just that was funny to me. <laughs> uh, Cornelius is using a wiener dog on his sleigh team. Why? How? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I loved the any given Sunday outtake with <laughs> Rudolph standing there with the reindeer standing there with the cap on, like mm-hmm. giving the speech. I mean, it was perfect. <laughs> yeah, the outtakes have been spectacular. I we've been we we've we've been hitting a real run in our edits of incredible outtakes. Like it's it's been a lot of fun um, uh, to see those continually come in. But I love that one as well. Uh, Ian, what about you? I've never seen the special, um, so I had no context for it. Um, but 
are these I, would, I guess these aren't really played in in England the the Rankin Bass well, stuff yeah I I don't know to be honest it, I'm sure it's been seen over here by people but it's not something that that is something that I see rotating around every single Christmas for sure mm-hmm, right um, but yeah no I think Danae and um, Daniel nailed this script like it's so 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 funny um and there's some um, there's some great wordplay. Old fascist is great. Mm-hmm. That's old fascist. That's great. Yeah, oh, I had that oh, one down oh, too. Yeah, it's so good. I was like, oh, Aaron must have written this script. <laughs> I'm just used to <laughs> nope. used to assuming nope. you're messing with words. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's crazy to me how judgmental this show is, and it's it's easy to say like, yeah, 60 years ago it was different and whatnot. Um, but it's really bad. Like they are mean to Rudolph until he serves a purpose. Santa is super creepy um and i'm just like man i hope i'm really glad i didn't grow up with this um but yeah a few of the sins christmas seals now they're just regular seals that happen to enjoy celebrating christmas mm-hmm. and it, I had that it's one so too. it's so deadpan because it's like well thanks for sucking all of the joy out, out of everything but yeah mm-hmm. no, you're right yeah you're right um yeah love to promote you based on merit is great also this story is leaning hard on the laughable idea um of a white blonde-haired dentist being persecuted for who he is <laughs> uh, it's just so yeah. good because like oh you think you have problems really mm-hmm. um yeah that's great um, yeah love the video so much and yeah the outtakes are awesome i remember danae being really really proud of these outtakes yeah yeah it, i agree really really funny um i it's interesting with these christmas specials i don't think i ever sat down and watched them as a kid like it just wasn't part of our tradition However, when I see them, I'm like, I know every beat of these mm-hmm. things. And I don't understand how both things are true. Like, yeah. I don't understand how it wasn't like a huge part of my life. And yet I know them, you know, like front to back. And I think that's just kind of something that happens with, you know, things that exist in nostalgia. Like it almost becomes like a community nostalgia kind of thing. Um, and you just see them enough to just know what's going on in them. But I thought this video was great. You mentioned pretty much everything I had. Uh, the one you mentioned about the Christmas seals, I love the end of that one, where it's like, so I'm giving this a sin because I think this cheeky snowman knew that. <laughs> it's like <laughs> sinning, sinning the idea that it was intentional, which it was, uh, clearly, um, is, yeah. is a great way to kind of diffuse that. That's fun. Uh, and the only other one I had uh, that you guys didn't say was, is the snowman wearing gloves? To keep his hands warm, like you know, what kind of snowman is trying to stay warm? This is uh, this is antithetical to their existence. Yeah, it um, is. So yes, I I really enjoyed this video. It's great stuff. Love sending the Christmas specials. Yeah, we uh, have hope a lot of we continue hope we continue to do that uh, every holiday because uh, that's a lot of fun. All right, let's move on to you know pretty much kind of the same tone uh, as Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. We're going to talk about the Witcher. Um, yeah, like when Rudolph goes to that <laughs> goes to that orchard with the naked women mm-hmm. picking apples. Yeah, with that's all a, the naked yeah. deer. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Seems, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Witcher's second season, uh, I think, dropped on Netflix uh, this past week or two, and so we have seen the pilot, the end's beginning. This was a Weewa script. Uh, this was uh, <laughs> Jonathan and Ian writing on this one. I don't like that. Uh, what we what you don't like Weewa? I don't think so. <laughs> it's just a sound an ambulance makes. Wee wah, That's wee true. Wah, nice. wee wah. And if it's going backwards, it goes wah wee wah wee wah wee. Yeah. Wah wee wah wee. Oh my goodness, uh, jo- Jonathan. What are your uh, your thoughts on the Witcher pilot this, and uh, the script? This is weird. I think this is. I think I when it came out originally, I think I watched the pilot because I felt like I had seen a lot of this, 
but I never watched anything else. Maybe I watched the second episode, but I remember I thought it was interesting, but I think I just had a lot of different things going on at that time. So I just never, I, I do this a lot with shows, sadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, and once again, I watched it and I'm like, I kind of want to see what happens after this. I don't think it's great, but there's enough there. Uh, I like Henry Cavill quite a bit. I He seems to be pretty good in this role. Uh, some of the mm-hmm. supporting act characters, I don't know how long they're in the show, but like there's some interesting stuff going on there. Um, so I'm curious to see, and I don't know anything about this world. I've never read the books. I've never played the games. Uh, so I know very little about this world. So I don't know if they're capturing it well, but I feel like it's got a pretty hardcore fan base. Like I think it's pretty well received, but I could be wrong. I mean, they made a second season, so I guess it that's did. the impression I get too. Yeah. I, I, I get the impression there is a a really solid core group of of Uber fans of this show. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm. I mean, I'm curious. I. I. It's not ever probably going to be really high up there. I mean, I, there's just other things I'd rather watch, but there's enough going on to where I'm interested. It is, and I know this. It has its own source material. I don't know that. I don't know the difference between like when Game of Thrones books are released, when Witcher stuff was released, but this show, it was hard not to think about Game of Thrones. Uh, But Game of Thrones could just be one of those shows that's like so much like it's like the fantasy show now just because of how Mm -hmm. big it was. Uh, That might not really be fault of the Witcher. That might just be me uh, kind of wanting to put that on there. But that's why I said discount Lannisters, you know, and that I wrote that said because that's kind of how it felt. And I think we even had we had the music right and the outtakes and we have the Game of Thrones music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, another yeah. great batch of outtakes. Uh, but I had fun. I had fun writing on this one, and um, some of my favorite scenes. I loved uh, Ian because I thought that was weird too. There's this whole bit where like the little girl, um, I don't know how little she is, but the younger girl is walking with him, and she's like telling uh, him her name, and then he she asks his name, and then like she says her name's Marika. She says like milk, and then the sin is how the fuck are you spelling milk? <laughs> and then he says his name is Geralt, just like Garrett. Or, and she says, just like Garrett. Or, and then she's like, no, no, but like fucking Geralt. What's her problem? Just, and I just, he told you. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was hilarious because I I thought it was weird too, but I couldn't think of anything. So I was really glad that Ian wrote something. Hey, can we can we talk about this now since you just brought up that sin, the pronunciation uh-huh. of Geralt? Because... Or Geralt. Yeah, I said it wrong. No, 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 no. Oh. I, I don't know if you did or not. I said it like I, I thought, you know, was was in the script. And then when I listened, I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it said. There may be like a little kind of touch of uh, accent to it or something. And then in the, the comments, like the hardcore fans were like, I know, man, said the name wrong the entire time. And I'm like listening. I'm going, I, what am I hearing it wrong? Like, it sounds similar enough to me. Because I looked up the pronunciation of it, and the pronunciation of it I found online is sounds different than what they say in the show. So I decided to go with how they said it in the show, but people might be questioning that we didn't do that, but that's what it well, sounded there was some, like to There me. was somebody who said they say it in the show, and then he says it immediately different, and I'm like, it sounds the I same to me. I didn't catch that. That's my yeah. bad, if that's the case, because that's what I ended up deciding to do, was just like, if this is the way they're saying it in the show, I feel like this is the way we should yeah. say it. Ian, what do you that's, think? What do you hear? Uh, Geralt. Um, but again, accents yeah. are weird because I'm English. But uh, well, no, it's not because I'm you English. You could have been accents like putting more emphasis but... on the like I, I, one half, maybe. But I mean, there was a, more of an O instead of an A. So like, maybe you say Geralt instead of Geralt. Geralt. But I don't know. I say Geralt. I, I yeah. I, I don't know. No, you but definitely say you, Geralt. Yeah, mm. you weren't a million miles away from it, regardless. But yeah, people in the comments definitely seemed to think we were <laughs> it was so doing weird. that I was wrong. Like, oh, all right, I felt like I was back saying like I, uh, you know Pokemon or or whatever. You know, like yeah. I felt like it was one of those situations. <laughs> yeah, I I kind uh, of felt like again. there were going to be people that accused us of that. But I mean, I, 
like I said, I, I as we close as I could come to what was in the show is kind of what yeah, I went Yeah, we did with. our best. Uh, the only so, other two yeah. I'll mention, I love the call me old fashioned, but I always taught to at least say hello before attempting to purchase someone's Kikimora. I thought that was great. <laughs> and when she, when, is it Siri, Ian? Is that the girl, the princess? Siri. Or the, yeah, yeah, correct. When yeah. she screams and then the sin is, wow, did you see that shit? Those glasses, they moved slightly. <laughs> it was my favorite. <laughs> it's yeah. such a dumb scene. It was like, uh, this is like a huge moment. And I'm like, slightly wobbling glass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ian, what about you? Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed the show. Um, I haven't played the games either. Uh, well, I played a little bit of the most recent one, but I haven't like gone really, really hard into the into the the story or into what it's all about. Um, I remember there being like a bit of backlash when Henry Cavill was cast because the man doesn't look the man. There's no problem with him not Good looking. God, like I was going to say if you have a problem with the way Henry Cavill looks, I I just don't. No, get no, you. no. That's yeah. <laughs> but I think it's because. He's so distinctive. I mean, he is Superman. Like, you know that that's Henry Cavill. To then change his appearance so drastically, I remember there being like a bit of backlash about, no, this isn't going to work. Ah. Um, so I can't unsee that he's Henry Cavill, but it doesn't matter. He's so good in this. I really, really, really enjoy it. Um, even most of it is just him grunting and going, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, so much. So much. So much. But really, really enjoy the show. I like this. The entire series has a, a Chris Nolan time element to it, which is a bit funky. Like I won't give any oh, more away than that. Now I'm more interested. Yeah, it's really, really worth watching, and it, it's a small commitment as well. Um, but yeah, love the show. Really, really good. Um, that's one of my favorite scenes. Is when you're just like, man, this show is ninety percent. <gasps> because it it really is like that's pretty much all the acting he has to do is just grumble um why yet the the weird thing in the show that i didn't remember until this time round was they're so obsessed with his clothing um it's like it's just so weird that they zeroed in on that because his um his his armor is so recognizable like i i from the little i played the game i immediately knew oh they, they really were true to the armor but maybe that's why they focused on it um just to point and mm-hmm. kind of nudge it a little bit perhaps um it- and the combat at the end of the show is so this episode is so so good like mm-hmm. it's it just shows what you you don't have to do shaky cam you don't have to do quick cuts just let it happen like the one at a time thing is nonsense but i think we're just going to have to accept that that will always be Oh, I mean, that's been the case since the 1920s. I mean, that's that's always been how they do fights. It's always going to happen. If I could look that Um, badass in that armor, though, I would wear that all day, every day. You'd never see me. It'd be like Aaron in his black shirts, like Jonathan in his Witcher armor. Yep, it's that's the normal. Um, So I I love that scene. That was the next one I was going to mention. Was yeah, just I would wear this all day, every day, and I want to see Jonathan do that. So I know what to get you. I would not look like Henry Cavill. I, I really enjoyed um they were talking about the werewolf, she wolf. I was like, yeah, she wolves don't exist. I like, that Shakira denies <laughs> because it's like I don't know if anybody really remembers that song oh, at yeah. all. But she she had a song. I liked that. Um but I think the the dumbest, dumbest, dumbest sin for me is losing the helmet mid battle. And this is something that Game of Thrones does and I want there to be a reason for why it happens, but it's just a TV thing. It has to be because there's no reason to to wear it ornamentally into battle and then take it off when you need the damn thing other than we need to see who's fighting who. So, yeah, just enjoyed sitting that because it's so frustrating. Um, and boring your steed with screeds of deeds before they've agreed to heed, um, which I really liked writing. 
But of course, Aaron had to stick an extra word in there. So I feel like it's not, it's not really, he was like, you do know you could say screed. And I was like, well, that's a word I do not know. So thank you. <laughs> Listen, we're all here to make each other better. Yeah, that's how it yeah. works. That's how Team it works. It. Uh, it was already genius. I just added a little gumdrop to the top of the gingerbread mm-hmm. house. Uh, all right, uh, The Witcher is uh, terrible in my opinion. I absolutely I watched oh, the I watched the first two episodes and was just like, I am out. This is not interesting to me. I don't get it. Mm. Um, maybe it's it's maybe if I stuck with it longer, I'd find something. But to me, it just felt like there was I wasn't seeing anything new. I wasn't like I wasn't experiencing any kind of. Um, uh, you know, interesting uh, thoughts that I hadn't had in other sci-fi. Uh, I wasn't connecting to the characters. Everybody felt like they were, um, you know, interestingly uh, shallow to me. Um, so maybe I was in a bad mood. I don't know. It could be Sounds anything. Like it. <laughs> but I remember coming away from that second episode going, well, I get to mark that one off the list. Uh, I don't need to ever go back to that. Um, I am fully willing to admit I am in the wrong on this and was just having a bad day because obviously people love this show. Um, it's so, a personal choice as well, isn't it? Like, there's yeah, well, a lot and, of Game of Thrones about it. Yeah, in that, in that's I just came away going like, oh, um, so we're you know we're trying to do this fantasy thing that's big right now, and it just it wasn't working for me. Um, this is based on a video game, right? Have we said that? I, I can't remember mm-hmm. if we've even talked well, about it's that. Well, based on... The video game is based on books. Yeah, the books were, um, I believe, and I first. Think, yeah, Henry Cavill was specifically said, we need to... Because he's a massive, massive fan of it. Mm-hmm. He's he's wants this to be based on the books rather than the video game. But okay. the video game is more famous and populous than the books, for sure. So that's my mistake then. So there, the books predated the video games. Correct. The video games were based on the books. This is also based on the books. So Correct. got it. Uh, that makes sense to me. Um, so yeah, so I wasn't a fan. Having watched this video, um, strangely enough, as is the opposite of what usually happens, now I'm more curious, maybe I should give it another try. Uh, because uh, just kind of zooming into some of these moments I'm seeing a little more of the texture, a little more of the nuance. Uh, you're right about the fighting. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know that I will give it another try just because my reaction was uh, so clear in my head after watching those first two episodes. Um, but, uh, but this video nudged me in that direction, let's just say. Mm. Um, the only one that I would mention that you guys haven't mentioned uh, was 3,000 of my men died feels more like an emo number my chemical romance would tackle <laughs> uh, but it could still have some catch to it uh, I thought that was a lot I went of, through a bunch of different uh, band of names for that but I'm, I'm, I mean yeah. bands no, actual bands but uh, I landed on my chemical yeah. romance so yeah no it was great. great it was great uh, alright let's move into Cinema Sins The Suicide Squad uh, is the first video not Suicide Squad the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. I hate titling now. I just hate it. <laughs> <laughs> there's you no liked... reason not to call this like Return of the Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad yeah. Two. I mean, there's just yeah. Well, especially <sighs> because it actually uses the same universe. Like it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so cool. confusing. Uh, yeah, it's it's very similar to the Halloween situation. Um, you know, the Final Destination like... did this. That like the fourth film oh. was the Final Destination. The final. Yeah, but it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, they had a fifth. That's right. Uh, so yeah, uh, although with Halloween it's even worse because they don't even call it the Halloween. Uh, they yeah, just oh, call they it just, Halloween. Yeah, just renaming it's ridiculous. There's three movies in that series called Halloween, and they're, mm-hmm. uh, they're doing yes. that with Scream. They're just calling it Scream. It's a marketing thing. I get it. Like I from a 
from because these How are though why why is it a marketing there's a thing stigma. there's a stigma isn't there the, to be in the fourth and fifth in the series because well do they it, think it, the audience it, doesn't know Yes, uh, probably. Uh, like I didn't know that Scream because I haven't looked into it. I didn't. I assumed Scream was a reboot until I chose to watch the trailer and thought, "Oh no, this is a continuation." So I would have gone into it thinking it was a reboot, and I was a bit more interested. And I'm not saying that's right, but it definitely, in, on that occasion, some, it worked for me yeah. as an alien to the franchise. Somebody mm. thinks that this makes it, this is going to earn it more money. I mean, somebody has to yeah. think that or they wouldn't do 100%, it. You know? 100%. Yeah. And I don't think they're right, but that's definitely what they're thinking. Uh, this was a Scottington script. Uh, Jeremy nice. and Ian writing on this one. Um, so, Ian, what were your thoughts on The Suicide Squad in the video? Um, I was ready to dislike this movie and I went into it as a bad person waiting to hate on it and waiting for it to be bad and I really okay. it's it's not great it's it's by no means a great movie but I had so so much fun um and I don't dislike the um the the older suicide squad the um it was Fincher wasn't it? Uh, was it no. Oh, no, 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 no 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 it was, no, no, uh, it was... David Ayer yeah, it was Air. Why did I think yeah. it was Fincher? That weird. That uh, it's one great. of the Davids, but yeah. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see David. Fincher <laughs> David Fincher Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Man, that'd be something uh-huh. else. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah, know, I like um, Air Suicide Squad quite a bit, um, but it's it's a lot worse than this. I think it's just uh, it's a it's a funny movie. It's colorful. Um, of course, Margot Robbie is great in it. Um, I, I think they just get this is actually a team that I enjoy being with, and I enjoy the banter between them. Um, I think Idris Elba is a little bit wasted, but not as much as Hollywood usually wastes him. Like, it's uh, allowing him to keep his accent gives him so much more character. Um, it, it was like seeing Luther um, on the Suicide Squad. So, yeah, really liked it. And I'm really proud of this video. Like, mm-hmm. Jeremy is, as we know, freaking hilarious. Um, and, but I, I think the, the team up on this, um, I don't know. I just, I'm really, really proud of how the video came out. Um, some of my favorite scenes. The holy double cross sneaky team two Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love sticking in. Uh, that was Jeremy, but I love um, whenever we can get a, a holy something Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, leftover Nazi scientists doing sketchy shit. If like if the world actually had as many as appeared in TV shows and films, mm-hmm. um, it's absolutely true. You bump into them at Walmart, and then just turning that idea of yeah engineering a Twinkie to go back and kill Winston Churchill is something that Netflix would definitely greenlight and pick up. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm expecting that to come out next year, and I can go and sue them and fail. Um, angels don't splooge; they anoint because it made. <laughs> oh, Jeremy! It, there were two instances where God was mentioned and angels were mentioned, and I went past it because I was like, "Jeremy's got something for that." Yeah, and whatever I write, I guarantee that Jeremy's will be better. Um, and yeah, that's oh, splooging angels. Yeah, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and how that they would all be um, the the office workers that turn against um, um, Waller, and how they would end up in prison, mumbling into the bucket they were given to poop in. I love that <laughs> that visual so much. It's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are my thoughts. I love this video. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I. <sighs> It's interesting. This the Suicide Squad is a ton of fun, and James Gunn knows how to have fun with multiple characters. That's like Guardians of the Galaxy is the same way, right? You've got this crew of misfits, knows how to have a blast, um, and he's just he's really smart about 
where he puts the 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 joy in the scene and where how he uses like quirkiness uh for his characters he's really really good at that and so i get the love for this movie it doesn't work for me overall um it's just not i i like to connect to movies in ways that this movie isn't interested in connecting to me right i think that's the the simplest way to say it like it's not interested in connecting to me intellectually it's not interested in connecting to me emotionally it's not interested in you know connecting in any of these ways it's just this is absurdist comedy these people are, you know, do hilarious things. This is fun to laugh at. And, you know, I totally understand why that can be enough for some people. I actually like James Gunn better when he has guardrails on. I like him. I like the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy version of James Gunn where there's actually somebody guiding the story saying, okay, you know, here's where we're going. Here's what it means. Those kind of things. And putting those guardrails on versus the here's our characters, do whatever you want, go mm-hmm. as crazy as you like. Um, that version of this is not as fun for me. So I didn't have as much fun as most people during this movie. And I don't I don't connect to the extreme violence. It bothers me more than makes me laugh. You know, there's there's the moment in the video where he just, you know, s- stabs the guy a million times as yeah. he's walking by and and you know, we take a sin off because it, it's hilarious to most people. That makes me sick. Like I don't I I don't get why that's I mean, I, I listen. I can in, see that. Intellectually, I get why it's funny because it's yeah. anything it's that's so shocking casual. and casual like that can be. You know, that's where humor comes from. Humor comes a lot from I wasn't expecting that, and so you know that's mm-hmm. that's funny. But for me, I'm just like, okay, you know, there's it just doesn't connect to me in that way. Um, so those those are my thoughts on the movie, uh, which probably are not surprising to anybody who is listening to me talk about <laughs> movies for any <laughs> length of time. Um, so anyhow, uh, as far as the video, though, uh, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, the bird vengeance uh, sin where he's like, and with this bird vengeance, I present to you the only thing that comes close to a fully realized story arc really spoke to me. <laughs> like, yes, like, thank you. Knowing how you thank feel you. about the film, like yes. that was written for you. <laughs> yes, that one was written for me. Uh, and then the uh, why does Radio Shack ask for your phone number when you buy batteries just as a random throw in to yeah. like a stupid question. Uh, answering a stupid question with this stupid question uh i'm gonna have to put that one in my bag of tricks that's a lot of fun um and really interesting way to do that uh why are you afraid of rats and the narrator just says well the plague mostly (laughs) it's just like yeah that that makes total sense uh had to mention the fighty (laughs) quinn uh which i thought was beautiful in the singing of uh the fighty quinn uh is just wonderful jeremy sings so much so much so much uh and then we have to talk about this we can hold it for later if, if if you want to, but the sin that's please stare into Cinnamon's sin soul while eating the apple, where Harley mm-hmm. Quinn looks at the camera in slow motion during a hero shot and takes a bite of the apple is to me the biggest, hugest example of, are you talking to us right now that mm-hmm. I've ever seen in a movie? I'm not telling you James Gunn was thinking of us. I'm not telling you that at all. I'm just telling you there are moments that happen where it's like, th- it would not surprise me if he was. You know, like there are moments it like that, that that happen where, and, and honestly, let's let's be very clear. The Apple thing didn't start with us. Like that that has been a common trope. We have mm-hmm. just pointed it out in, in, in large yeah. ways. So he could just be taking a big look at the trope itself, right? Like mm-hmm. he could just be, you know, uh, uh, breaking the fourth wall and just being like, yes, I know exactly what I'm doing with this trope. 
However, mm. it does feel like James Gunn is the kind of person that would, you know, in there and again, there's so many great at Cinemasins, you know, jokes in here. Like he mm. he his sense of humor vibes with what we do enough that it wouldn't yeah. surprise me. And there has never been a moment that explicitly that I'm just like, man. And so the sin captured it perfectly. Loved yeah. that sin because it captured that idea perfectly. Yeah. All of the pieces are there for it. It wouldn't surprise me. It's not it's not likely, but it's not unlikely. Like it's not like we're kind of flying under the radar with some of the videos. Like there are there are directors that have opinions about cinema scenes. Like mm-hmm. it it's absolutely possible and it's a fun thought. But what tortures me about it is that we probably never know. No, no. He he would we never just, say we will never he know. would never say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um Jonathan, what about you? Um I'm more like Aaron. I I look Gunn started his career early in his career. He worked with Lloyd Kaufman and Troma. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. felt like he was seeing if he could get away with making a Troma film for 150 million dollars, and mm-hmm. I think he did. Sure. Uh, I don't like Troma films. Like that's just not my. That's not my. I'm not a Toxic Avenger fan. That's not my thing. But if you want to see the Toxic Avenger with 150 million dollars behind it, the Suicide Squad is <laughs> yeah. probably going to be Me. for you. I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I just, you know, it comes down to I didn't care. I, I just didn't laugh a lot. Like, I mean, there are some funny moments. I think the bit where they end up killing uh, the people they think are ki- have kidnapped Flag, and they're actually people that are protecting Flag. I think that is pulled off beautifully. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That concept so is hilarious. Funny. When I when I when I'm talking about the stabby stabby, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I know. But I just like when they're yeah when they finally get to that realization and they're just like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, that's like I wish the movie was more like that section, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that would have been that would have been fun. I think Stallone's really funny uh, as uh, as King Shark. Mm. I think uh, I love Robbie in this role. It's sad that out of three movies, I only really like one of them, which is Birds of Prey. But uh, she's always really fun. She has one of the worst sequences, though. That stuff with her and the. The dictator, I could care less. That that whole thing just feels like it goes on forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I think that's what it came down to. I just didn't find it that funny. Like I just I didn't enjoy it as much as other people were. Kind of like Aaron said. Um, yeah, I think it's better than the first one, but I don't think that's a high compliment. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and the first one was so toyed with. It was you know they freaked out and they wanted to make it funnier and you know they did all. I mean, it's the first one feels like a movie that was messed with a lot. Mm-hmm. This at least is clearly the director got to do his vision and this is what he wanted out there. So I think that's I all power to you. But uh mm-hmm. and I do like that line. I'm glad we give a send off for that line at the end of the towards the end of the movie about the about the starfish just kind of wanting to hang out by himself and be yes. left alone. Oh, it's beautiful. That it really doesn't is. make up for that last 30 minutes just being pure, utter, messy chaos, but it's still, it's a very cool moment. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the Har- Har- Harley survives all of this, mostly due to her plot armor, I thought was really mm-hmm. funny. Uh, Bloodsport would be Deadshot at Cinema Sense because I almost wish they had just made him Deadshot. Like, just say, we're replacing Will Smith with Idris Elba. I totally get why they didn't though. I, I get why they didn't too. They and they just don't seem to want to do that anymore. I mean, that, I guess I just growing up in the eighties when they just replace people all the time, mm-hmm. like you know, yeah. replace characters with different actors. Especially Batman like, is look, George Clooney now. Yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah. Look at James and we're gonna be Bond. Fine about it. You know, I, yeah. I just I don't know. I just think those two characters are so the same. But that's another problem. With, that's more of a problem I think with DC Comics, right? That. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the problem with the Suicide Squad overall. It's one of the sins that 90% of them are good with guns. Yeah. Like, there is no hand-picking for each mission. You may as well just pick at random. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. No, 100%. Uh, 
there's not a lot of thought put into it. It doesn't seem like other than we just need five or six people that can do damage. Uh, I love that this is why people, this is why I'm always going on about over candling when everything gets set on fire. <laughs> and then I just love the John Cena dancing. I just, that was, that was hilarious to me for some reason. <laughs> Cena's nice. really bad in this too. Man, I am all about John Cena being a movie star. I think he seems like a really nice guy and stuff, but I don't know. Between this and F9, I'm just like, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens with Peacemaker. Maybe I'll like the character better when that show mm. comes out. But this, mm. this really worked for me with John Cena. He's um, better. He's better than he is in F9. Yeah, but Absolutely. I, I think he's given some very, very strict direction of this is your character. This is what motivates him. This is why he's a bit ridiculous. In F9, it was like, go do John Cena things. And he chose yeah. to do whatever he did. I just, I don't know. I don't find like starfish is another word for butthole. Could that be some, I, that just, that wasn't funny to me. I, I don't yeah, know. No, that line wasn't funny. No, and yeah, that's just, that, that was like his character just kept saying stuff like that. And I don't know. I, I just yeah. didn't think he matched up well against like Elba, who just looked like he could oh, take, yeah, but, he could kick his ass at any time, even though I yeah, know Cena's sure. like a bigger guy, but just Idris Elba, like you said, it's like Luther on the Suicide Squad. I mean, he just, yeah, it's gorgeous. you know, or the, his character from Hobbs and Shaw is, you know, I'm Black Superman or whatever. <laughs> I uh, you mentioned Elba. I I do love that there was a sin taken off when the little girl was like, "But it does other <laughs> things." It's because as a parent, you just felt it. You were just like, "That is exactly what a kid yells at you, yeah. like in an argument." Yeah. Like it was You're not so getting good. another Tamagotchi. <laughs> yeah, but it's not just a Tamagotchi. <laughs> That's right. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. Uh, yeah. So the, like I said, the film isn't w- without its moments of humor and cleverness. It's just really messy for me and not in the ways that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there you go. That is the Suicide Squad. Let's move on to a completely coherent and sensical movie, The Santa Claus 2. Uh, this is Good nightmare gravy. fuel uh, injected with insanity uh, juice. Um, I don't remember ever seeing The Santa Claus 2. By the way, this is an Atkinson Scott uh, script. Jeremy and Chris OG writing on this one. Um yeah, I guess, I guess I'll kick us off. But I, just to say, I remember the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely know yeah. I've watched that a few times, and I thought I had watched two and three as well. And I don't know that I have uh, because I don't remember this insanity. And there's a third. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. Mark yeah, Short definitely... plays like the uh, uh, Jack Frost, I think. Jack Frost. Yeah. See, I feel oh, like no, I do remember that. I just yeah, know I the do. trailers. Yes. I haven't seen it, but. I feel like I maybe I've seen three, but not two. Maybe I, somehow I just skipped mm-hmm. two. Um, I have a soft spot in my heart. I know this may be a hot take uh, for Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. I think he's really funny. I think he he has a a worldview that is um, that zooms in on things that other comedians miss. Let's just say it that way. And uh, I, I enjoy him obviously in the Toy Story movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I enjoyed Home Improvement quite a bit. Um, so yeah, I, I do have a little bit of soft spot for Tim Allen. Um, he's obviously cashing a check here, right? Like this is a this is a mm-hmm. check cashing kind of uh, thing for him. And I I don't necessarily blame people for that. Um, but man, what a weird movie! What a weird movie! And uh, the Sins video takes it to task rightfully. So um, I had this weird moment during the video. I'll start with my the sins that I wanted to pull out with this. Where they they we do the uh, the Jeopardy joke. I'll take you know such and such for five hundred, and then we pause and we're like whoever's hosting Jeopardy today. And that joke <laughs> hit me in waves because honestly, my first reaction was sadness. 
My first reaction was like, oh, they're not going to say Alex because he's no longer with us. And then they make a joke that is a clever joke because Jeopardy has been through this whole thing where they're like, here's the host. Oh, wait, that's a terrible person. Guess we'll go back mm-hmm. to this host or maybe this one or maybe both. And we'll, you know, and so they're doing this thing. And so it's a great mm-hmm. joke. But it was interesting for me to kind of experience like sadness into laughter into um, it's just not something you always experience within, you know, microseconds yeah. of a sin uh, kind of happening. Sorry. But um, but I thought it was really good. Uh, I have to mention Jeremy imitating the reindeer gibberish uh, speech in in the video. <laughs> it was just absolutely uh, perfect. The sin that was like that ended with the uh, product placement of McDonald's and ended with McDonald's sponsors truancy. McDonald's sponsors truancy, <laughs> uh, as if we're starting a a, a riot. Uh, was wonderful. Um, then I, the, my Christmas wish is for this movie to eat a lump of coal, but then have a bowel obstruction trying to pass it and die on the operating table. <laughs> it's so harsh. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know that I have that kind of, like, I, I want to think I can expand my writing abilities to, you know, to whatever, but like something like that is just like there, I, I just don't know that I have it in me and it's so genius and it's, it's beautiful. I love seeing it. Uh, I very much identified with the shoveling sin of <laughs> shoveling the, oh below God. the stairs before the top of the stairs. Have you never lived in a snowy area? Uh, just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I haven't, but uh, I still know how to do that. Like that's just common sense. <laughs> I mean, it's like, have you never dusted <laughs> anything? Don't you snow. know to dust yeah. from top down? Like, we never you know? have to shovel snow though. That's very rare. But uh, right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I had to bring up, you think a Toy Story quote will save you movie? And then just laughing at the movie. Um, that was great as well. Uh, what about you, Ian? What are some of your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen this film. Didn't know it existed, um, to be honest. But now that I'm thinking about it, three makes three makes sense. And I've, I, Yeah, again, I've definitely seen I one. I was kind of interested like... in three because I just love Martin Short. But Martin I never, Short's the best. But I never yeah. watched it. The, the shift in tone from the opening, like just from watching the Sins video, the shift in tone from the beginning of this video is just, it is a polar opposite to um to the first film. It is so different. Like, it goes from being Liar Liar-esque to, mm-hmm. like, The Grinch Stole Christmas. It's so weird, that shift. Um, yeah, nothing about the Sins video I don't, compels I don't, Hold me. on, real quick. I don't think this movie is ever liar liar i just wanted to <laughs> no 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 no. i mean not quality um, wise Claus, okay i got you the first one is more liar yeah, liar yeah, yeah. And, yeah still liar liar is way 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 better um but yeah no no nothing about the sins video has convinced me to to, to watch the film so i will just happily stay ignorant i think mm-hmm. um the right can you guys tell me what a spurtle is that's just like <laughs> spittle right oh is it because the sim was like, ah, fuck me with a spurtle. And it made me laugh so much. But it's one of those things I laughed at having no idea what it was. <laughs> I have no idea either. Now that you, you, know, that you mentioned the context. A um, spurtle, maybe it's, it's a... Uh, it's like, it's like a, a kitchen tool. Yeah, it's a kitchen tool. Is it's, it? I'd never mm-hmm. heard of it either. It's like, it's like a spatula, like an elongated spatula. Yeah, it looks oh, like I it's probably it. an infomercial thing from some time. It's like I Jeremy or... Somebody has one of these, and it's it's beautiful. Well, Jeremy, no, Jeremy, Jeremy sounds cooks like a, a Jeremy lot stuff. So yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah this is a Jeremy yeah. cooks and knows what cooking tools are. Yeah, it's fantastic. What a great word, and I will be using it. It's like a spork. Um, it's like a, a sporkle. Um, the oh, I can't I can't remember what it was referring to, but it was like no movie, go to hell, go straight to hell. You go there, do not pass go, do not collect two hundred dollars. Go, <laughs> go to hell. Yeah, hilarious. How long that dragged on for? Um. 
I love the observation that Chris Nolan stole this idea for the prestige oh my as God. if Chris Nolan is stealing <laughs> Look, ideas from the Santa Claus 2. You don't to know. Make one of I the agree that's ridiculous, but it's insane. Man, how close that is. And that's it. It's ridiculous, but I think it's right on the money. I think he absolutely had to steal the machine from, <laughs> from Santa Claus 2. Like... It's too close for that to not be the thing. And I love the idea that, that Chris Nolan is watching CinemaSins videos. It's like, fuck! They're on to me! <laughs> Finally! I've got away with this for so many years and now they know. Um, so I'm expecting a cease and desist letter from, mm-hmm. from Chris Nolan at any yeah. day. So that was whoever wrote that one. Absolutely genius. Um, and just the, the, the general nightmare fuel that is the duplicated Santa and... I I don't think I could... So I have an irrational... I don't know if fear is strong enough, but when I was younger, I genuinely had a phobia of um, wax models. and mm. So going to like museums and stuff or anything that would have recreations and there would be full-size mannequins, dummies, whatever there, couldn't do it. So wow. this is too close to home. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that, it's that it weird scary. plasticine face... Mm-hmm uh that yeah was kind con- like the the max headroom kind of thing yeah like, there's, exactly yeah there's exactly. there's there's a weirdness they do to that it doctor who though right like with the the mannequins and stuff on doctor who like they kind of look like that don't they <laughs> yeah no that's scary to me he's they so triggered right do. now <laughs> yeah that's that was a rough episode no, it's, to watch. yeah i mean no i think it's creepy yeah i mean no, you, totally. it's like you could you know like how they recut on youtube there's if there's if somebody has not seen this check it out immediately there is somebody recut a trailer for Mrs. Doubtfire as a horror movie. As a horror movie, and yeah. it is genius. And I think you oh, could probably amazing. do the same thing with this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, <laughs> for sure, definitely. Uh, Jonathan, some thoughts. I have never seen this. First off, why did it take them eight years to make this damn movie? Like the Santa Claus was a huge hit. That's crazy. I can't believe it took him. Eight, I mean, I guess maybe Alan was doing other things. I mean, he did. Mm-hmm. You know, he was still doing his show. He did Toy Story, maybe. But I, I don't know. It's just crazy that they still made this eight years later. But I think this was a hit too, obviously, because they made a third one. Uh, mm-hmm. But I did not see this. I was twenty six years old, um, and uh, so I had. I probably just. I didn't have a kid. I, I just had no interest in watching this. After watching this video, I have even less interest in ever <laughs> ever watching this. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of with Ian. I think that thing looks creepy as hell. I'm shocked that's not talked more by kids from that time. Like as adults now on Twitter aren't using that as like saying this was my nightmare fuel because <laughs> God damn it. Uh, that's that. Did we even talk about that scent where they said there's nightmare fuel? There's a human centipede franchise. There's watching LeBron tie to act, <laughs> and then there's this fresh level of hell that is Tim Allen dressed up in the same latex toy gimp suit that they use for Primus in their video for why known as Big Brown mm-hmm. Beaver. <laughs> it's great. That's beautiful. Uh, love the Thomas Dolby reference. Don't beat yourself up, kid. They blinded you with science. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm sure Ian got that 100% because you know no right I did because <laughs> I used to listen to a podcast that had this is such a random story they had that song as the awesome. opening to their podcast it was like they oh. blinded me with science oh it's such a terrible but song after about a year they had to change the intro because they got too big and whoever they owns the money rights for to it, it yeah. wrote to them and said you need to stop using our intro 
that story has nothing to do with anything, and I'm glad I told it. No, that's great. <laughs> uh, I, I and I I do this a lot too in kids' movies when they make really ridiculous references that kids are never going to get. So I love that we they send. That's right, kids. Here's your requisite joke about Charlie Sheen and his hard party and lifestyle <laughs> that will definitely mm-hmm. hit your demographic in 2002. Great. And then also I like they gave uh, the pronoun game a filthy inbred cousin called the subject game. I thought that was pretty clever. So uh, no need for it to be inbred. Yeah, no, this was <laughs> this was this was a really funny. Um, video i'm happy as hell my daughter never found out about the Santa claus i mean i was involved with sending the, the first one like a year or two ago and that does not hold up at all like Mm-mm. it was no, not it's really. bad but i don't think i loved it when it first came out i do i get what you're saying aaron i i don't i don't hate tim allen the actor slash comedian uh i think he's definitely got his moments i think he's a great buzz Lightyear. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think Toy Story is what it is without him and Hanks both mm-hmm. uh, in those roles. But uh, I didn't watch a lot of Home Improvement, but I totally get why people like it. I mean, as far as one of those kind of sitcoms, I think it's just as good as any of them, really. Uh, that was just never really my, I guess, my my bang. But um, yeah. yeah, no, it's, you know, I clearly this movie has fans. I'm just, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to find out if I'm one of them, I guess. No. Uh, Buzz Lightyear was almost Jim Carrey. Did you know that? No. I mean, I, I um, mean, I'm not surprised they had other people, but God, I don't. Yeah. That doesn't work, right? I mean, I well, I don't think it works the same way for we sure. We wouldn't know any different, yeah. but that sounds really mm-hmm. odd. I mean, just like I mean, Robin Williams is a great voice actor, but I don't think he would work, you know. And mm-hmm. and at least the way it came was Tom Hanks always Woody. Uh, they they thought about Paul Newman. Uh, yeah. for a while for Woody. Um, the actually, uh, Jim Carrey wasn't ever seriously considered. He was, um, like he wasn't offered the role who was offered. The role was Billy Crystal and nice. he regretted turning it down so much. He was like, next time Pixar asks me I'm in. And so of course that's, you know, monsters Inc. But, um, Oh, that's good. I'm glad, well, but he's but, perfect as, as, mm-hmm. as Mike. And that's obviously that's, you know, he's gotten a good <clears throat> career out of that too. I mean, he's gotten plenty of work doing that voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I Paul Newman, yeah. yeah I I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm glad they did Tom Hanks, but uh, that that's interesting. I think Jim Carrey would have been too much at that time, though, because that's when he's yeah. getting like cable guy money. I don't think they would have yeah. paid him. No, 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 mm. no. Yeah, that was well. It would have been well. Tom Hanks Story was making a out, lot of money back then too, though. So well, Tom, a Toy Story came out in '95, but all that pre-production was going on like three years before. Oh, that's then, true. Too, so that so, would have even like, been before he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a star. Oh, that's interesting yeah. that he was even thought about now that you say that. God, that's fascinating. Because yeah. Living so, Color would have just ended. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So the, their original idea with those characters was much more, much less of a rivalry mm-hmm. and more of like an older, been there, you know, grizzled, you know, kind of toy, you know, taking this new, you know, young... Huh. Uh, over eager, over energized toy under his wing. And, oh, so that, and that kind that of thing. Newman so. and Carrie, that does make sense then. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's our thoughts on Toy Story. Um, we will <laughs> actually know the Santa Claus 2 yeah. is what we're talking about there. Uh, we'll move into keeping tabs. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, those are my dogs. Those are my. Uh, every time I I talk, wow. Is this how Aaron feels when we're? Okay, we're gonna try this. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. We're just going to take a look at something else from putting together the content for the week. Maybe an interesting Google search we did, uh, deleted sin, anything that strikes our fancy. And by all of us, I mean not all of us because I didn't write on anything this week. Uh, so I don't have any keeping tabs. Jonathan, you, you already hinted that you don't have any yeah, keeping no, well, tabs actually, either. I, but one thing I just found out I thought I would share is that uh, the role of Buzz Lightyear originally, <laughs> they were thinking about Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's great. And Paul Newman for Woody. So it's amazing. It's yeah, amazing. no, we just did. We just did The Witcher. I, I, there. I mean, I looked up some stuff on characters and stuff, but there wasn't anything like interesting. Like nothing. Yeah. I, nothing I found humorous or interesting. Sorry. Yeah. The, the the temptation to edit this around in a way that <laughs> makes that conversation in keeping tabs in a really simple, I may spend too many hours trying to do that. So I'll see you next year. <laughs> nice. Uh, Ian, that brings it down to you. Uh, what's your keeping tabs uh, for this week? So I've got three. Again, there wasn't a lot to really talk about in Suicide Squad or The Witch. There wasn't a lot that I had to, to Google because it's pretty much all right in front of you. Um, mm-hmm. But I do have three um, Forbidden Sins that cool. um, didn't make it in. So on um, The Witcher, it was really, really bizarre to me that um, Captain Boomerang was using his boomerang to wipe shit off of his shoe, especially when you consider the placement of said boomerang. It ends up like he stores. You're talking about Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, yeah. What did I say? You said said the Witcher, and I was like, "There's a Captain Boomerang in Witcher." Yeah, no, that's amazing. (laughs) In the Suicide Squad, sorry, context clues wasn't enough. Um, yeah, but the boomerang ends up on his chest, and the boomerang itself, when he sat down, is so close to his nose. And I'm like, this was an interesting. Uh, what was it? Yeah, considering its eventual resting place is under boomerang's nose, this is an odd choice of fecal remover. I'm like, just, <laughs> just do it in any other way. Don't yeah. don't use your boomerang, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the opening credits when it's like an hour and a half into the film and then they decide to put the Warner Brothers opening credits or whatever it is title card mm-hmm. in the sea after 
um, uh, what's his name? Savant has died. And right. Waiting, waiting this long to splash your self-indulgent, self-indulgent sanguine C credits into your audience's eye socket. I liked that a lot, but Jeremy obviously so he didn't. Put that, <laughs> that is all. That's always what you should take from when your yes, sins get deleted. Yes. Is that the person hates you? It uh, is, that's it's the healthy work. thing to do. It is very different um, on cinema sins though versus TV because TV sins. I mean, we do cut on TV sins, but I feel mm-hmm. like generally we can leave a lot more in. Whereas cinema mm-hmm. sins, sometimes you have combines that are like well in the three hundreds, you know, and oh, there's mm-hmm. and yeah, it'd be absolutely. like a thirty-five minute video. Yeah, uh, and, a, and a large portion of our fan base just went yes. Oh uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said it. You could make two videos. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, no, but seriously, there you know, there's obviously a lot of overlap and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. definitely, some of it is just time, definitely. And the the so this is a sin that made it in, but in a different form. And there was there's a moment where um, it's um, I think it was kids, parents, kids. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, who am I supposed to root for? Originally, that went on for a lot longer. There was about five or six back oh, and forth throughout the entire conversation, just cutting between them as they swore at each other. It was like, kids, parents, kids, parents, kids, mm-hmm. parents. Yeah. And then the, the tag on the end of it, but it just got it got trimmed down to kids, parents, kids. Um, uh, I think it still works. But it was, I would, I'd, love, I'd still love to see that version of the, the full-length version of it and see if it mm-hmm. would work. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's interesting. Uh, Yeah, just the the way scripts kind of evolve and change, and you know the collaboration process, and and yeah, it's it's you know like we were just talking. Well, I don't know if you guys knew about this, but maybe I'll just make this my keep uh, keeping tabs. Uh, Originally, Buzz Lightyear might have been Jim Carrey, and so like sometimes, (laughs) sometimes you've just added six hours of editing work because now I've got to move that as well into earlier. Nope, nope, it's all Uh, locked in place now. It's all locked in place now. We're like Paul Rudd bringing the uh, Mac and Me video to Conan O'Brien. Just keeps coming back. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, dang it! Uh, All right, let's move into the comment section. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're each going to pick a uh, comment uh, from the week's content in the various places you might reach out. Discord, YouTube, Reddit, uh, etc. Jonathan, why don't you kick us off? What's your comment this week? Mine was actually kind of based on what you were talking about with the Harley eating the apple. Uh, Leonard Rodriguez uh, on the Suicide Squad commented, I got to agree with them on this. Harley taking a bite of that apple and staring into the camera during a slow-mo hero shot was definitely a galaxy-sized middle finger aimed directly at CinemaSense. If it is true... I don't really think that I would call that a middle finger. I feel like that's a, you know. It's a wink. It's almost it's a like wink a wink more yeah. than a middle finger. But yeah. also, I don't know that I buy. I mean, I, like you said, that Apple thing has been a right. trope forever. But I mean, it's it's just always, I, I like that fans, you know, think about that and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I just, I never know really. I I don't know. Maybe I feel a little pretentious putting too much thought into it because I kind of hope it's, it is. <laughs> you no, know? no, no. Yeah, of course you do. Of yeah. course we do. Of course, or of course we hope that, you know. Uh, a big name like James Gunn knows who we are mm-hmm. and would wink at us in that way. Of course, we hope that we just we we don't know that that's true. Nor do we. Most of us, I don't actually any of us believe that that's true. Like you know, it's just it it again has been around for a long, long time. It's interesting to watch our fans believe that it's true yeah. because you go through like mm-hmm. the comments on a quote like that, and you know, and there are a lot of fans that are just like, oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, Gunn is talking to Cinemasins with that. 
Um, and yeah, that's not, we, we don't know or believe that, but yeah. we think it's fun. We think it, it's, mm-hmm. it's certainly fun to have that conversation. And, and we do know for a fact that there are movie directors who know of us and, uh, there are movie, we know for a fact there are movie directors who love us. Uh, we know for a fact there are movie directors who hate us. Uh, like we, we what? do know that we have been observed by, you know, um, the, the, the industry at large. Uh, but um, observed. That's a very, that's a very <laughs> kind way of putting it. <laughs> I think it's more. It's probably more even-handed than we think. I, I genuinely believe that. I think I a lot so. of times it's it's the the negative stuff feels louder, and a lot of times the positive stuff isn't said. Um, and that's you I mean, know. Yeah, um, I've interviewed I've interviewed writers, directors, and actors that have said, you know, oh, no, we really big fan of the you know this. I guess they're talking about Sincast because that's usually what I'm doing that for. Mm-hmm. But like big fan of the podcast, and you know, or big fan of the videos, and then they'll say things later where you're like, okay, they're they're being serious, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes you yeah. think people could just say, you know. Or just being nice, but well, it would make sense. those people it would definitely exist. Really, it would be a bit crappy to come on and say, "I hate what you guys do," but I guess we'll do an interview together. Well, in some, and sometimes <laughs> with like uh, Sandberg, right? Like with David Sandberg, uh, like there's this other level of they're not necessarily coming out and saying whether they like what we do or don't like what we do, but it's clear that they are aware of us. Uh, that Sandberg video where he talked about Shazam. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some of the stuff, and then we uh, actually used his yeah. mock sins in the video. It's one of my favorite things we've ever done. Yeah, and he because tweeted, he tweeted about the Cinema Sins video for uh, the Annabelle movie he did. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So you know, and, and how he feels about it, he hasn't like explicitly said, yeah. but we've de- we definitely have had like a subconscious back and forth with him, which is really fun. And like mm-hmm. Jeremy's imitation of the way he delivered those sins in his video oh, so is funny. so perfect and so fun. And so, yeah, I feel good about it. Like, I, I genuinely feel oh, good dude. that, you know, that, that there's been an, uh, an impact from from this thing that we're involved in um, that the industry knows about. And yes, some people that hate day, it for sure. They've made that clear. But that yeah. day that Jamie Lee Curtis shared the Halloween Cinema Sins video right. on Twitter, yeah. I was... That's, that was the one you, day where I let myself be like, oh, that's so fucking awesome. And like I, <laughs> I told everybody died. about that. Uh-huh. And I don't I have no idea if she liked, but it wasn't like she definitely wasn't because they were doing a they were doing a watch along of mm-hmm. 20 because a lot of a lot of people did watch alongs during the pandemic. And Jamie mm-hmm. Lee just simply said, hey, have you guys seen this? So it felt very much like casual Organic. yeah it mm. wasn't like this sucks you know i don't think she would have shared it if she thought it did it was more like oh this is right. fun you know so i was yeah. just like god yes thank you <laughs> you've made JLC. my year coming through coming through <laughs> uh honestly i had the same not the same comment but a very similar comment um because it was a huge part of of conversation but this is from naked fame uh, who says the movie seems like a uh, this is about suicide the suicide squad this movie seems like a love letter to cinema sins or a kick in the groin I'm not really sure <laughs> I just know it's perfect <laughs> love it. that's kind of what we were just saying sometimes we don't know if it's a love letter yeah. or a kick in the groin and that's okay like you know um so yeah yeah uh Ian what about you what did you have so I have got so I know this is not the name of the game I have so many comments but just stop me no go for it you didn't have to literally take over Danae. Like, you just... <laughs> it feels like a character has left in season three of a TV show and been replaced by a very similar character. Shall we call? Cheaper. Shall we call you? Uh, shall we call you Poochie uh, from, um, from The Simpsons? Yep. Phone yep. um, I will take phone uh-huh. Sure. Sure. So yeah, nitpicking the nitpicking nit- nitpickers of the nit the, the uh-huh. that yeah one. that. Um, so regard. This is in. This is for Suicide Squad. 
Um, regarding the drowning bit, it's actually dangerous to try and grab someone while they are flailing. They are just as likely to climb you and push you under. If you don't have a flotation device for them, you're supposed to wait until they stop flailing. So this is referring to Weasel or whatever he is mm-hmm. drowning, yeah. and I mm-hmm. sinned the fact that nobody was helping him out. They were more worried <laughs> about, hey, can he swim? I was like, well, fucking no, because he's drowning. <laughs> like, help the man out. But apparently... You're supposed to let them do their thing and then drag them out and do all of the CPR business, which and a lot of people backed it up. So I yeah, no, that is that is. I have right. done I have done lifeguard <clears throat> training um, when I worked at uh, at a camp, and uh, yeah, there there's obviously a caveat to that, which is don't let somebody drown. <laughs> like, but, <laughs> but, but they could, but they'd be fighting you, right? Like if they're correct. freaking out, they're correct. fighting you. Yes. You need them there, to be there calm. Is, there's just as so much of a chance of you drowning in that situation of both of you dying uh if if you try to get involved in their panicking um so yeah that's why you'll see in movies sometimes they'll knock people out like they'll they'll swim out and they'll just like punch them in the face and then drag them to safety that's crazy Um, but yeah crazy yeah yeah so i think that's a green i think that they're whatever system we use to rate Mm -hmm. this i think they are absolutely correct um another one from suicide squad was um referring to the brain this is me apparently i got everything wrong this week um everything that- wrong with ian in Every- 90 <laughs> 90 minutes or less great that's i'm so glad that show exists um this show exists um Ding. so it was the, the fact that the radio communication was down but the signal to punch through to the the bombs in their brains that was still working and i thought that was nonsense but apparently um that this is realistic voice comms particularly encrypted communications require a lot more bandwidth to transmit and would thus use a higher frequency higher frequency transmissions are more easily disrupted for all sorts of reasons however devices that send receive single bits of data such as pages operate at a lower frequency and are much harder to block or jam man like there you go that's brilliant and i'm so glad that i'm wrong but yeah if i'd have done a few minutes of research i probably would have found that out but it just seemed like well duh like why mm-hmm. yeah why this seems like such a plot convenience and i'm i i can't imagine the writers thought well that. and let's and let's take a second uh during nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers just to remember that we're talking about a uh a narrator character who doesn't want to do that research and Correct. is just spouting yeah. off and and we're all in it for the lols so there you go yeah yeah um but yeah no that was well done that's another green i think um <laughs> And I've got a third one that I know for a fact is a green, and this is on The Witcher. I I, I really am starting to worry for my job now because I'm kidding. <laughs> I got all of this wrong. So the door illusion, which I forgot to mention, mm-hmm. is the, the fact that he approaches the door, knocks on it, and his hand goes through it. I was like, well, this is the dumbest illusion in the world. And it's so dumb that I should have realized it's deliberate. So the door's illusion is broken, and thank you to uh, Hardwire. Uh, the door's illusion is broken thanks to a charm that he wears. Anyone else, it would feel solid. The wolfhead medallion detects and dispels simple magic spells. Now, okay, correct, but the show doesn't tell me that. Right. So I, I don't think that's ever mentioned in this episode. I, he might, now that I think about it, he looks down, so maybe he's looking at his medallion, but I have no idea that that's what that medallion does. And I I don't know that it's ever mentioned in the series. Yeah, we're still yeah. sending it even if we know that. But if we had known that, we would have mentioned it. But uh, whatever. Yeah, I'd have That's worked it in. Yeah. I was like, man, th- this is, yeah, right. unless he has some kind of medallion. And boy, that would be dumb. I think we can go with a red on that one because I, okay, yeah, cool. if, if, the, if the show doesn't mention it, then I think we are well within um, the right. And maybe to, they to mention it later so. in the season. I don't know because that's the problem with TV shows. I don't think shows, they do. But. 
Well, the, the chat backs you up on that. The chat says that's never mentioned okay, in the whole of the show. So awesome. Um, yeah. So there right. you go. Okay. I take it back. Good. I can keep Ian feels better about himself. He can go into the weekend <laughs> no, can... feeling good. <laughs> good. Good. All right. Uh, let's... Um, yeah. Oh, did you have one more? Oh, sorry. No, I had um, just one. It wasn't a nitpicking thing. Uh, it was just how we've ruined food for people. Um, and somebody, oh, yeah. it was 28 Doodler, said, Hello, Netflix, have me chuckling way harder than necessary. And one of the replies to that was, See, this is the reason I stopped eating and looking at cinema sins at the same time. And someone totally different chimes in and says, Or drinking, as I found out the hard way, I was drinking fucking milk. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just a brilliant thread about how I cannot watch and I cannot watch cinema sins and eat and drink at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and that's amazing. All right, let's move into Beyond the Sins to infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wild history to boldly go where no man has gone before. We're just going to chat about something else from the world of pop culture that we have seen recently, and Jonathan's going to kick us off on this one. What are you watching? Uh, I've been trying to watch some 2021 stuff that I hadn't seen yet or that's coming out now because, you know, we're getting close to the end of the year, and uh, I just enjoy doing that. It's not like I have to create a list or anything, but I do Mm -hmm. because I'm a dork. Uh, (laughs) But this week I caught up, I watched Mass. I was really interested in this movie because I saw that uh, Frank Kranz was the director, and he's, for those that know, uh, watched the show Dollhouse, he was on that. Uh, He's in Cabin in the Woods, might be the thing he's most known for playing the the stoner character, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. in the in the group of four that go to the cabin in the woods. Uh, he's a really fun actor, so it was really. I'm always interested when actors direct because I'm always curious. And he's not in it either; like he's 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 just behind the camera. Um, and it's uh, it's one of those things. I don't want to say too much about it. If you can go into this not knowing anything, I that's awesome. Like try to just go into this with because because nice. it you know something happened. Basically, the setup is that these uh, two groups of parents are meeting and like this, uh, I guess it's a church. I I think it's supposed to be, it's like a church or a rec center or something, but they're Mm -hmm. meeting like in this room in there. um, And clearly something tragic has happened in their lives involving their kids. You don't know exactly what it is at first. You don't know which one was more affected, that kind of thing. So that's kind of the interesting part of uh, learning that as it goes, because I think the performances uh, the way they go about revealing things is is part of the movie's charm, I guess, if you want to say that. Uh, it's a really it's 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 um it's a dark movie, uh, not visually, but for subject matter, um, I I think it's gonna there's there's probably uh there's there's probably some triggers and stuff for for parents and and whatnot. So beware that there is a lot of you know pretty sad and tragic subject matter discussed. But um, the acting in this movie is so good. Um, mm-hmm. one, one of the sets of parents is Jason Isaacs and, uh, Martha Plimpton. Um, the other one is Reed Burney, who you might know from the hunt, um, and, uh, house of cards and, uh, Ann Dowd, who I think most recently was probably most well known for handmaid's tale. Um, Ann Dowd, I can totally see, like, I feel like I've heard more about her than anyone. I totally get that. She's, she's outstanding. Isaacs and Plimpton are really good. I actually kind of like Reed Burney's the one I feel like is kind of getting the short shrift though, just because his is more. I wouldn't call it straight man, but he's he's got to play it a little differently. But I think he's really good too. Like I just think they all played their parts in it so well. Uh, it's it all pretty much takes place in one room. 
Uh, and this is a type of scenario when it works. I just love it. Uh, 12 Angry mm-hmm. Men is one of my all time favorite movies. That's probably maybe the greatest example of this kind of situation. But so, I, you know, maybe. I, but as far as the directing goes, I mean, I think he still does a good job. He plays around with uh, just movement around the room, uh, the way he handles close ups and pullbacks and stuff like that, um, I think is really uh, intricate and moves the story along. Um, in an interesting way. So I, I do think there's talent there. I'm looking forward to seeing if he does if, what he does next. Um, I think it's a really good movie. I don't know that I'm quite like, I, I didn't like, I think I give it four stars on Letterboxd. I don't know what it is. that's keeping me from that fifth star. I, I, you know, I think some of it feels a little familiar at times and it, it might be a few minutes longer than I would like it to be. There's a little bit that goes on at the end that I'm not sure it was completely necessary. Uh, but, uh, but overall, I just, if you like just seeing like really good performances and, um, and, uh, if you like this kind of movie, I highly recommend it. Um, I don't think you'll be disappointed. I had a very similar experience to you, uh, Jonathan, with this movie. I knew nothing about it going Mm -hmm. in, um, like zero, uh, and really, really appreciated that I didn't. Um, so yeah, because the, the the movie reveals itself to you, I think, beautifully. And uh, yeah, there 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 are four great performances here, and um, and the subject matter is well worth uh, existing in this conversation. Oh yeah, uh, for no, sure. No, know that you're going into kind of a um, this could very much easily have been a, a an easy to stage play, right? Because you're going into um, not exactly like um, lock or something like that where it's like all you know one environment but it it, it's pretty much a bottle episode right you Mm -hmm. know it's it's just kind of conversation in uh, primarily one location and um so you know you're you're, you're not i assumed it was a play but i don't think it was like i think that was yeah Mm -mm. yeah that's right okay i'm right that's right but it, it very it very easily could be um oh yeah you know that that could definitely uh definitely be something that that happens it reminded me a little bit, and I can't remember the name of the movie, and I, I, it's unfortunate because I just watched it recently, and it has a similar feel to this, and it's basically just two sets of parents talking about... You're talking about Carnage. Carnage, yes, thank you. I couldn't remember... A, yeah, Polanski. And, yeah, I remember fe- feeling a like a definite Carnage feel uh, to this, but I think this is better. I think this is Yo, better yeah. than Carnage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, Mass is, is definitely worth checking Less out. Less problematic director, too, as far as I know. There you go. There you, go. <laughs> you said carnage, but my brain heard rampage. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is definitely uh, also better than rampage. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, which was also a sin in one of this week's videos. I think still better yes. than rampage. Yeah. So was, all comes full circle. Which, all, which all I, which I was circle. thinking while I was watching that, I was like, "Ooh, Aaron does not agree with that." <laughs> I like rampage. I know you but, do. That's um, why I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can be wrong. I say, yeah, I get permission to be wrong occasionally. I'll go next. I got caught up on Succession, and the finale was uh, recently for the third season of Succession on HBO and HBO Max. Am I the only one on the team watching this show? Maybe yeah, Chris I've, is. Is Chris never, watching it? I, I think you're correct that Chris is watching it. I have never seen it. It's on my list. I mean, it's definitely something I want to watch at some mm-hmm. point, but uh, no, I have not seen it. Yeah, because there's not a lot. Of, I just know, like, you know, we have pop culture conversations mm-hmm. on our Slack all the time, uh, much to the chagrin of some members of, of the team. <laughs> uh, but uh, One member. <laughs> <laughs> but there is, there is uh, there's very little succession talk, especially for a show considering like and again it's so hard to know sometimes how deep the public consciousness of stuff goes but it feels like there's a little bit 
as the finale was happening of monoculture going on where enough people knew about it and were following succession that it kind of popped up like it was memed all over Twitter. It was, you know, so there's there's definitely lots of people watching. Um, so I just thought I'd talk about it here. Uh, I think mm. the show gets better and better every year. Um, I genuinely think the third season maybe it's best. I think the finale of the third season uh, is is possibly the best of any of the finales. Um, this is really, really great story work. Uh, the character work is also magnificent. The acting is is absolutely spectacular. Um, there is an element of, and this might be strange to hear me talking positively about a show like this, but there is an element of who are we rooting for here mm -hmm. to this show. And for me, the reason I think it works is because um, we like our rooting interest is about like uh, rooting against rather than rooting for, or in many ways um, uh, observing the actual consequences of these kinds of attitudes and behaviors. There's a satire to it a little bit that you know feels a little bit over the top, but it basically just again follows this you know uh, Rupert Murdoch type family um, that uh, the three kids are sorry four kids. Um, that's actually a joke within the show uh, that I just accidentally made. Uh, the the four the four kids and how they're dealing with the fact that their dad's getting older. He is obviously the Rupert Murdoch type tycoon, mm -hmm. and who's going to take over the business and do they you know want it and how they the infighting and, and all that kind of stuff. But there is an absolute uh, genius to some of this writing. It is, and I think it would vibe a lot with CinemaSins fans because there's a real, like there's a grittiness to it, a harshness to it, a real cleverness to it. Uh, some of the ways they insult each other would feel right at home in CinemaSins videos. Um, it's just, uh, it's profane, it's beautiful, it's... Um, it's it's a really incredible show. So I big recommend. It just it just keeps getting better and better in my opinion and um is is one I always look forward to. So um nice. yeah, so I meant I mentioned that because uh because yeah, it just finished up and I don't have a lot of people to talk is this, uh to about it in my life. Is this <laughs> the show that has a Culkin on it? Is it Kernan? Yeah, Kieran. Kieran. Kieran, Kieran, Kieran Culkin uh is one of the the four children. Um and okay. maybe the best part of the show. That, well, yeah, um, no, he like hosted SNL, and I remember thinking, like, why is Kieran Culkin hell? <laughs> he's so great. He's so great. Uh, Jeremy Strong. Um, oh yeah, I love most, Jeremy Strong. Most recently, you may know from Trial of Chicago Seven. I'm yeah. trying to think of something else he's been in recently, but uh, Jeremy Strong is absolutely astonishing in this. Um, so yeah, everybody is. Everybody's doing really great work here. So um, so yeah, big recommend. Big recommend. And I don't know, I would have given it this big of a recommend after the first season. Uh, but again, it just keeps getting better and better. I assume no, I they'll do five it. seasons. I, I assume mm. they've got two more seasons in them because they do have to come to you know some sort of head here eventually. But are um, these like ten episodes? Is that like what they're doing? Yeah, yeah. And they're I think what fifty minutes or, 10, or something. Yeah. Yep, yep. Nine or ten fifty-minute episodes per season. Uh, so you, you know, there's a little backlog if you haven't started, but um, That's nothing fine. too, nothing Sopranos like. That's what know, summers are for. <laughs> not that kind That's of Sopranos mountain Always mountain to climb. Uh, Ian, you get to finish us off. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm going to recommend an old show that's on the BBC called The Thick of It. Um, and the reason this jumped back into my head, well, well I say old, 20, uh, 2000 and, 2005 to... Not is this, the, is this the one that they made the movie 
Um, I don't. I it's don't not the political. It's not the political. It is the political. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Is, there's yeah. a. I haven't seen the show, but I've seen the movie that spun off from it. Because your your Doctor Who's in it. Uh, he plays like That's, the asshole. Yeah. What is that movie? Oh. Correct. Yeah, so the reason this jumped into my head is because Peter Capaldi is in this show, um, and I managed to pull some outtakes from him to put into Suicide Squad, which was great, because his character is the reason to watch this show. Um, the, the premise is that it takes place in 10 Downing Street, and it follows a um, the, de- the name of the department or the... the the P, the, yeah, the name of the department changes throughout the series, and it's one of these throwaway departments that if you're a minister, you get chucked there to basically die and your career is over. Um, and Peter Capaldi's role is to be a fixer. He's a spin doctor. So mm-hmm. anything that's like bad publicity-wise, he has to deal with it. But the way it is, like, he is just fantastically abusive. And some of the lines that he comes out with are just <laughs> hilarious. Like, I would pay money to have him insult me the way that he insults people on this show. And it's the same. So the creator is Armando Iannucci. Mm-hmm. And he wrote Death of Stalin. And there is so much of that back and forth in this show. So if you if you like Death of Stalin, I'm pretty confidently say you'll you'll love this show. Yeah, it's about British politics, but it gives you all that you need to enjoy it. Um it is just freaking hilarious. It's so, so funny. Um and regardless um putting Peter Capaldi to one side, um all of the other actors are fantastic as well. Like they it, the show just holds up so so well it's just as applicable today as it was 15 years ago when it came out um yeah it's so much fun so that's available on the bbc i'm sure it'll be on bbc america Real. yeah in the loop is the is the movie it uh i think i need to watch it i don't think i've seen it yeah so that's great that's it, something i haven't seen yeah it came out in 09 yeah no it's i've i've i need to watch the thick of it because it's the same characters and stuff although they add people like james gandolfini plays the president of the united states and Hillman Capaldi oh, have a scene that's just fantastic. I use some of Capaldi's dialogue from that movie when Aaron and I send Paddington because uh, oh, nice. Capaldi's in it and uh, or one of the Paddington movies. And so I've got like Capaldi like leaning out a window going like, fuck you, fuck, 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 you know, yes, like in a, in a Paddington yes. movie. And that's great. He like comes up, like he creates curse words. It's, it's just, it's an amazing. Oh, he does. It's an amazing yeah, performance. It's so great. So uh, this connects directly to Succession. Uh, Armando Armando Iannucci uh, directed In the Loop. The writer of In the Loop was Jesse Armstrong, another Mm -hmm. British writer. Mm -hmm. He runs Succession. Succession is his show. So uh, a lot of the writing that I'm talking about, like that clever profanity, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff is from the same mind as the writer of In the Loop. So like it's amazing. So yeah. So we, you know, there's, there's definitely DNA connections uh, between the thick of it and, uh, and succession. Uh, By the way, the thick of it is on Hulu uh, here in the States, all four seasons. It's probably on stars and star as well. (laughs) And Jesse Armstrong wrote uh, the year after In the Loop came out, he wrote this, he wrote another political satire called Four Lions, which is also mm-hmm. excellent. Uh, that's yeah. I'm definitely want to watch Succession now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesse Armstrong is incredible. Um, and I think the uh, Adam McKay directed the first episode of Succession. I think he produces the show. Um, so uh, yeah, talk about a director a that's going to have just such an interesting filmography when all is said and done. That guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Uh, that is the thick of it on Hulu. Uh, Succession in, uh, I should say all four seasons of the thick of it are on Hulu. Uh, all three seasons of Succession are on HBO Max. And Mass, I believe, is currently in limited release in theaters and will probably eventually 
might there uh, it might be like a 1999 rental or something i'm not sure i haven't looked but yeah i don't think it's available for rental yet okay but uh i imagine it will be uh within the next month or so well that's going to do it for behind the scenes this week don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well if you've got anything you want to send us you can mail it to us p.o box 881 republic missouri 65738 you can hang out with us on twitter i'm at aaron dicer he is at wits end and w-h-i-t-t-s-i-n-n-e and he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Ian Whittington, a sentient plastic-faced Christmas tree, and myself, we will see you next week. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Christmas bells are ringing. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com and be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash bts. I had a friend that I used to work with, um, and he was the most non-religious person that I've ever met in the entire world, like actively God-hating and... So anti-religious, not just non-religious, anti-religious. Yeah, anti-religious, yeah, yeah. not just agnostic, actively right. atheistic. And he... Like, he would just absolutely destroy anybody that chose to believe anything. Mm -hmm. But whenever it came around to Christmas, and I shortened it to Xmas in a text message, he would lose it with me. And I was like, (laughs) I thought you would be supporting this. But seriously, that is why the CHRAST is in there, right? So I'm mm-hmm. confused. I wonder yeah. when it, like, if was it ever Christmas or, you oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? Totally. Like, it is a bit, like, burdensome to say, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds weird now, but if it had always been Christmas, yeah, we would just call I guess it Christmas. Not. I mean, it's yeah. just like anything else. But this is how language works. Like, if you listen, there's a mm-hmm. great podcast called Lexicon Valley uh, that I listen to that goes no, over. No more podcasts. Shut uh, up. <laughs> Origins. Stop, stop your recommendations. Origins of words and all that kind of stuff. And, That's really cool. Um, I have to write that down. And la- language, it just evolves. Like, things lose oh, their yeah, hard. They lose their hard consonants in the middle of words. Like, we have a lot of words like this that started as, you know, uh, kind of a compound word that just became its own word. And Christmas is one of them. Absolutely, it was Christmas. Uh And then people just lazily kind of got into saying Christmas, 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 Christmas. Yeah, like, it just just happens over, you know, years and years and years or whatever. So, uh, approximately 2,000 years, uh, if you believe some. Well, uh, well point, yes. In Tennessee, there's a Lafayette. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's spelled Lafayette. like Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone else in the United States would say Lafayette, but here it's Lafayette. There's also a Santa Fe, Tennessee, mm-hmm. oh, and it great. is spelled like Santa Fe. Well, get your oh, look at Detroit. Detroit is yeah. Detroit. The, the, yeah. It was Detroit, uh-huh. Michigan, in and um, you know Americanized. It's like no, we pronounce our letters. It's Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. It's Detroit. <laughs> like the depot and delivery and that's a depot. It's not research. a depot. That's a depot. You do not say depot. No, we don't say depot. We still okay, say depot. <laughs> uh, but he would smash a watermelon with a sledgehammer. Is that a is that a euphemism? No, no. He literally he had watermelons. There's like it was always at the end of his show. <laughs> Excuse me while I go smash a he watermelon. He would do it's like mediocre stand up comedy, and then yeah. he would bring some watermelons out. Everybody would get excited. I mean, he look, it was his thing. It was, it was his hook. Look, it was just he his made thing. a lot of money. He made a lot of money smashing melons. All power to him. Yep. Yep. Ian can't no get over it. I mean, even today, you could make a lot of money smashing watermelons. <laughs> it's true. Carrot Top's still making a living. Uh, of course he is. Know, just 
pulling weird items out of trunks. Now, Caretop's actually can be he's genuinely really clever. Caretop is very really, smart, really yes. clever, and that's yeah, I don't that's know the if thing. I have that. In, I don't know if I feel the same about Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, with Caretop, I have this 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 like deep connective empathy with him because he's basically doing with props what I do with words, right? Like yeah, you know, no. like he's he's taking turns and using them in creative ways, and you know, just kind of connecting the dots that maybe other people wouldn't connect. Um, and so, yeah, there's a real, he, he's, it's visual puns. He's doing visual puns and it's, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Now, I used to watch him mind. a lot, but I mean, he's had that Vegas show for years. Mm-hmm. So obviously he's doing something right. Absolutely. Um, you can't do that. And, and I know people like to make fun of people like Wayne Newton and Donny Osmond and Carrot But I feel like the Carrot like, these stuff- are people... Th- the carrot top stuff sometimes I think is mean because it's visual based. I think people make fun of his appearance and, you know. Oh, like yeah, the, that's true. They do, the, which is terrible. And even yeah. when he like, I think he took that to heart. I mean, I don't know why he started, but he really got into like working out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's like a really muscular dude or he was. And then people started making fun of that. Yep. Like they, I remember seeing the, those pictures of him like, you know, bodybuilding and stuff. Yep. Uh, people be he had people. this one great bit, though. When I was a kid, I thought this was funny as hell, where he talked about he found a Domino's, like an old Domino's uniform somewhere, and then like him and his friends would call Domino's, and then when the guy got there, he would answer the door in the Domino's outfit, like, what the hell took you so long? Like, (laughs) they had to call me from another store because you were taking so long, you know? Thankfully, these fine people let me in. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that he opens the door with a pizza and tries to give the pizza to the guy (laughs) delivering the pizza to him. I put our tree up the day after Thanksgiving. Still, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The week before, the weekend before Thanksgiving, still haven't decorated it. But the tree's up. It's just that stood there in the corner looking really naked. Actually, it's one of those trees, though. It's like, it's got, it's got like colors and stuff to it. So it actually kind of, it kind of works without the decorations. But I will decorate it probably this weekend. My daughter likes to do that with me. So we'll probably do that this weekend. By the way, standing there in the corner looking completely naked is Barbara's Wi-Fi passwords. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I'm still trying to get that into a script somehow. I, you know, There's it's impossible. To it's it. way too. See, Jonathan doesn't even get it. Jo- well, but, and then and that's the problem. Like, it's so snowflakey that only three people in the entire but that's world. Okay. I mean, Chris. No, no, no. But the problem is, the, there's only three people in the world that know, and two of them are on this call. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Although I will say, we did put that. We did put that Jeremy Simpson. Uh, uh, that's true. Like, basically, that's it was true. a conversation. It's something that Jeremy knows about Aaron, and we and he worked on Wandavision, mm. and they had a they had a like a an Easter egg, like it was mm-hmm. like Simpson, like the Sim, like I don't know if you remember this episode, but there's like they show some paint, and it says Simpson mm. on Simpson it. Simpson paint, yeah, oh, yes, awesome. That's so that's really our cool. friend Jeremy Simpson, and uh, he Raiders of the Lost Ark is his favorite movie of all time, and Aaron's favorite Raiders of the Lost Ark movie is our favorite Indiana Jones movie is Last Crusade, and so that mm-hmm. was kind of a thing between them. And so I wrote a sin, like, I don't know why this paint makes me think of this, but I'm once again reminded that The Last Crusade is the best Indiana Jones movie. (laughs) So just as a matter of explanation for anyone who might be listening to this in case this makes the outtakes, uh, we stayed when last time we were in Nashville, the three of us, Ian, uh, Danae, and myself stayed in an Airbnb that was run by a, a wonderful woman named Barbara. It was a one bedroom. It was actually a studio. We still don't know how. <laughs> there was one the, bed. We don't know what the sleeping arrangements were. No, no. Yeah, there was no no bedrooms. Yeah, yeah. Top tabletop, and we won't tell you which order. <laughs> this wonderful woman named Barbara does the the Airbnb, and and her Wi Fi was like 
cowgirl like the like the name of the wi-fi was like cowgirls or something <laughs> no, like it that. literally was cowgirls yeah cowgirls and then You're the in wi- Nashville, tennessee man <laughs> well and then the wi-fi password was like this weird double entendre like it was like uh you know uh you know put it, it somewhere was, else or it was, don't like, put it it was like don't put it there here or something. Yeah, or like, something don't put it there, put it here. <laughs> yeah, it was some You're giving away this poor woman's Wi Fi password. <laughs> <laughs> is she trying to be saucy or is this yeah. like is it just she didn't realize that you know that it could be what taken else could a different this way? Be referring to? And so anyways, since then that has become our that's what she said. So anytime oh. there's something that could be a double entendre, one of us will look at each other and go, Barbara's Wi Fi password. Uh mm-hmm. so that's where that and comes it has from. Stretched, yeah, that so, would be a yeah. tough one to get in. <laughs> yes, I mean, would be that, I mean that's tough. also that's also Barbara's Wi-Fi password. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Eve and the day after was always two really busy days. Yeah, I w- well, yeah, definitely when I was, I, well, I didn't do retail, but I did uh, food, so I, that was. You know, the day after Christmas Eve is Christmas, right? He said the Wait. day after Christmas, didn't he? No, he said, thought, he said Christmas okay. Eve and the day after. I think he thought Christmas Eve was the evening of Christmas. No, I didn't. No, I did not. Okay, all right. No, <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. No, Christmas Eve. No, I just dislike Christmas so much that I won't I believe, call it by its name. I believe it's you mean Christmas, Eve. but okay, Christmas. fine. Yeah, the day after Christmas Eve. You should start start calling it like Crustmas. You know, really. Crust. Do- oh no, that's gross. I hate that. I've never been happier that I didn't go to church until I had a child because. We used to get all like all our uh, diapers and formula. We got everything at Toys R Us because we could go Sunday mornings, and right, no okay. one was there. Took me a while to wonder how that yeah, story was getting. Yeah, it, was from, got, yeah, I it don't took like... a second to get there, but seriously, <laughs> I love it because formula is expensive, <laughs> especially if you get like if you get like non like if you get don't get generic formula, which I don't recommend, especially in the amounts you have to buy to make meth. It's just like yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it just costs so much. That's the other much. reason I discovered how to make meth. <laughs> is that a thing? After I had a child, yes, I'm sure. Is that yeah. a thing? Formula wow. formula became like a uh, like a protected substance. Like stores had to like like oh, I, I you can check only buy people so much and, and, and only buy yeah. so much and yeah. That's in, that's unreal. The things people do for <clears> meth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all Breaking Bad's fault. Well, you know when you got to figure. I'm kidding. When you got when you <laughs> got to figure out how much formula you need and how much it's going to cost, that's a lot of mathematics. You know, I mean, that's, oh, wow. that's it's really difficult. <laughs> you know that tone of voice that he that tone of voice that he gets, and you absolutely know a pun is coming, and it still blindsides you. It's like I know uh, what he's doing, but yes. we'll, we'll let him get there. <laughs> just let well, him finish. It's like the dog on the leg. Finish. Just let him finish. Just let him finish. Yep. Also, let him finish his Barbara's Wi-Fi podcast. It's true. It's true. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you have to buy a lot of stuff, Ian? Um, right. So if, let's say, percentage-wise, you start at 100% of the presents that you have to buy, and then the more you buy, that percentage goes down. I'm at 100%. Oh, so you haven't, you haven't shopped <laughs> have at all. I have to buy everything. I haven't done anything. <laughs> Yeah, once you're an adult, it's just like, I mean, it's it's a fun day to, to spend time together, eat yeah. a bunch of food, yes. like that kind of stuff. But the gift Maybe giving see part. A movie. Yeah, like the, the gift giving part is just, it's not priority <laughs> for us. It's weird. We're, we're in this place now. We only have one of our four left at home now. And uh, three of my boys uh, asked for debt forgiveness uh, for Christmas. <laughs> oh, that's hey, amazing. That that's genius. <laughs> so, so and yeah. And you didn't so. give it to them. That's the funny no, thing. No, no, of you're, course not. Of course not. No, They're no, going to no. pay with interest everything they owe. You are getting actual presents. 
Uh huh. That's right. We're, You're gonna pay all your debt with interest, and also here's a yo-yo. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Toyota, and I'm gonna go to Chevrolet, and be like, "Hey, you know what you could get me yeah. for Christmas, Chevrolet dealer? <laughs> debt forgiveness. You yeah. know the. You know what everyone really wants. The this rest year? of my car loan. Yeah, that's right. Uh. It's the year of jubilee. <laughs> Sorry, hardcore Bible that. reference there for all the Bible heads. I got it. <laughs> 13 years at Church of Christ School. I'm good at Bible trivia. Yeah. And I can, je- Bible Jeopardy categories, I, I nail it. <laughs> I I told people, I, some people don't think that joke's that funny. Some people like take me seriously that are really religious and they think it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Page 94 of the Old Testament. Well, well, uh, but what what version of the Old Testament? The, the yeah, King. I don't, I'm not a verseer. No, I don't know the King James. I could tell you, and I hear the message. Actually, actually, any version of the Bible. Do you know what's on page 94? Because <laughs> oh, that's then that, interesting. That question so you're stupid what you, so you 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 don't you haven't studied King James? Well, I mean, you probably oh, did no. When you were I'm a just kid, I'm right? being yeah. silly. I, I oh, don't know okay. page numbers of the Bible at all. Then why ask the question? That didn't matter. <laughs> Have you seen Penn and Teller live, Aaron? I haven't. It's on my bucket oh, list. Oh, I definitely want to do it before I go. They do. But, yeah. I don't know if they've ever done it because I know they do some of their acts on that show and stuff. But they have this one where they pass around a box of books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen this? I, I and like I, yeah. like two people will pick out random books. They'll pick mm-hmm. out a page and a line, mm-hmm. and uh, and then the, and then Penn will uh, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. I know. I mean, obviously there's a trick there, but like, I just, I still, th- to be able to do that though, he still has to, in some way have memorized. Well, have you seen, uh, have you crazy. seen Derek Delgadio's, um, in and of itself, Derek Delgadio's in and of itself, it's streaming okay. on Hulu. It, if, if it was, uh, available for awards consideration, it would have been one of my favorite movies of the year, but it's not, oh, it's wow. kind of, it's kind of like Hamilton where it's just filming his stage show. Um, but he is a magician, but he does a one-man show called In and of Itself that is one of the most incredible things I have ever seen. And <clears throat> I don't want to give away any of it because it really is one of those experiences where you just kind of want to go experience the thing and have your own experience. In fact, the thing is about having your own experience with the thing. So there's kind of you know a little bit of uh, meta-ness to telling you this, but... Um, but yeah, just Derek Delgadio's in and of itself. Everyone I've recommended it to who has popped it on has told me thank you and that they loved it. So um, it's, I just went it's to just, Hulu and put it in my queue. So yeah, it's it's great. It's just really Is it great. In England, or are you just screwing me again? I don't know Barbara's you Wi-Fi password, but <laughs> you don't have Hulu. You have Star, which is weird because do you have stars? The... We have stars, yeah, because it's well, that's stars confusing. is an attachment for Disney Plus. No, well, that's, that, no that's star. What I'm about, about stars? We have a, a cable channel in the states called Stars. What you have star and stars? Well, we don't we have don't star. Have star. <laughs> this wait, <laughs> what? This is like an Abbott and Costello routine. <laughs> so wait, which one's on Disney? Star. star. It's star. just star singular. We have a cable station, a premium cable station called Stars with a Z on the end. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's an Amazon Prime attachment. Probably. I yes, think. they have that. I think that is that here too. Right. So sure. That sure. You could probably get okay. it. Like Encore. And, so it'll be on there then. No, no I think on. he was just asking a question. No, no. He was just curious. Oh, <laughs> It'll be on your Hulu. If your Hulu is Disney is Disney Plus add-on, that's what it would be on. I don't know. I don't have it as an add-on. I wish we had some way to immediately search this.
Uh, let's see. No star. Don't you? Have, I thought. God, I'm not even going through this I'm again. Gonna, I did leave. not mean to confuse you. I was just thought it was funny <laughs> if you had both because it's like so similar. I don't know why Where Disney. Can I watch? I, do, that. I do have both. Yeah. Where can I watch in I and of know. itself in the UK? Derek Delgadio's in and of itself coming soon to Disney Plus UK Ireland. Uh, nice. Disney has announced that Derek Delgadio's in and of itself will be coming exclusively to Disney Plus in the United Kingdom and Ireland on Friday, December 31st, 2021. Hey, you're a couple oh, weeks awesome. out. That's great. It's dropping for you in a couple weeks. Merry Christmas. Love it. Thank you very much. Um, so I'll just, it's yeah. on one of those. What's on third? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Do you know who Abbott and Costello are? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, You've never I mean, seen who's on first? You should just look that up. I'm sure you can that find it on like YouTube. Defining classic vaudevillian comedy, yeah. like it is. It is. Oh, I would the, love that then. It is the text of a sketch comedy. Like, yeah, who's, who's on, on yeah, first? I, really, is I mean, basically, he's saying that like the person's name is who. So he's saying, and who's so they're, on, they're just confusing oh, each other. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so good. And then oh, what? Yeah. What's on second? You know, and or no, he's <laughs> on second. You know, it's just it's yeah. a whole. But it's yeah. I mean, they're. I mean. They're, a lot of that's dated and stuff, but they're they're it's the best. It's so great though because he'll be like, um, he'll be like, who's on first? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Is the name of the guy on first? <laughs> no. Who? Exactly. <laughs> that is the theme tune to the intro. It's not a theme tune. It's the countdown. Good morning, Pacific Time people. What's up? No, <laughs> man. I'm never going to live that down. Never, no, ever going to live that. Nor no. should I. I. I don't even know how that happens. <laughs> I genuinely don't know how that happens. That was amazing. Pacific uh, Time. Everyone's like, what are you doing to us? <laughs> was that beer? No, no, that was a glass of water. It is in a it beer. A little, Sorry. Well, it looked a little... I don't know. I just Maybe I just assumed because it was... It the might just glass. been the... Yeah. Well, just assume because I'm in Ireland that I'm drinking beer. Or just well, assume also, because I'm Ian that I'm drinking beer. Wow. wow. It's afternoon there too. It's not it is, too early. It is half past three. This would, <laughs> Although, be, this would be probably four hours into when it's acceptable to drink a beer. Did you just say half past three? Yeah. Nicely done. Wouldn't you usually say like half three or something like that? Don't you usually say that like different? Yeah, usually it's half three. Yeah, half three. But, but you, um, you Americanized it for us. That was very nice. Oh, I never, I've never heard that before. That's a that's a British thing. <laughs> yeah, half three. Yeah, which confuses people because they don't know whether that means apparently whether two thirty or three thirty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would assume three thirty because you're saying three. So, but. But then yeah. my argument is, well, couldn't that mean one thirty? Because half of three is one point five. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You make a valid point. Ian mentioned that outtakes first. Oh, by the thing. way, yes, I did. I did. I did. Um, uh, half till three doesn't. That's such a backwards and difficult way of saying that. Though. I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Like, it should cool. be half past. Yeah. Okay. I just oh, say three thirty. Like I just say whatever time it <laughs> is. True. So I I said that to I said that to my parents. I said oh, I'm going to be at yours at eleven thirty or two thirty or something, whatever it was. And they were like, Oh, hello, Mister America. I was like, <laughs> Wait, what? Did that did that out me? Like, I still don't understand why we don't do a twenty four hour clock in America. We're so stubborn. It's absolutely hundred percent should be military has, time. My daughter has her phone on. Uh, on military time. I, I actually thought about that. I was like, oh, I bet Aaron Dicer would love this. I no, would. I do. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. that wasn't a thing. I didn't realize you guys don't do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't. Like, so passionately. That's, that's, I'm not joking. We're so weird and stubborn. I People that served in the military, for sure. Like, they'll. Yeah. Because yeah. they need to. Yeah. It makes, it makes sense. sense. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if you just started the show now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's back. Uh, oh, he came back. He came back. Oh, he's leaving again. He's leaving again.
<laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh. I feel like we're in the I'm world's back. worst Zoom meeting right I now. I think people um, would appreciate yesterday that we, we, had a, we had a meeting on and uh, we couldn't oh, hear no. Ian. Aaron and I couldn't hear Ian. And Ian, rightfully so, really thought we were fucking with him for about 20 minutes. I thought minutes. you were trolling me. No, so I didn't, I didn't do anything about it. For like the first two minutes, I just thought, yeah, whatever. So, well, and then I'm trying to chip into conversations and I'm like, oh shit, no, they actually can't hear me. <laughs> well, I think the problem was uh, we, we read your lips pretty well. And so we were responding to <laughs> oh, your, no, your questions. Was- yeah, it's like the episode. Um, it's like Don't Blink on Doctor Who when he's having the conversation on the TV and it lines up mm-hmm. perfectly. Yeah. I said something like, "I don't know why this isn't working," and Aaron was just like, "Well, I don't know why it isn't working either." And I was like, "No, you couldn't, you couldn't have lip read all of that." You've seen that. You've seen all the old stuff too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Every wow. episode, probably three. Every or four episode times. that's available because some have been lost, right? Correct. A lot of the <clears> second <throat> Doctor stories have been lost because the the insane thing about the BBC is that the budget was so tight, they would just start re-record over things once it was done because there was no yeah. such thing as VHS. Like you, There was no watching stuff at home unless it was on the TV. So they kept all of, uh, or the vast majority of the first Doctor's stories, but they had massive budget cu- cuts during the second Doctor. And they were just like, well, as soon as we filmed, that's going back in and we'll record over it. It's insane. So some of that stuff, like they don't even have the scripts. Like It, it is hmm. just gone we will it's never just see lost it again. Yeah. yeah it's crazy it's wild until crazy. until somebody discovers like the uh the 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 dead doctor sea scrolls or something like you know yes yeah. the, the actual tardis turns up it's like no yeah. you've got to know this stuff this is <laughs> right, important right crystal pepsi man that was a thing do you remember that the crystal gravy thing. commercial on snl aaron yes yes <laughs> so i do gross. i definitely do <laughs> remember like, that it's playing that van halen song and they're just pouring it all over mm-hmm. potatoes <laughs> yes right yeah, now so Just the mailman. I'll go ahead and start the whole segment over. Let me let me uh let me check. We are doing so well. So best. Captain Kangaroo was a kids show, and the host <laughs> was named Captain Kangaroo, and he okay. wore a red suit. That's all I I think. Yeah, I think he did. I don't know. Nice. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 